G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, this coming Saturday is the National Day of Prayer and Fasting. The theme for 2020 is Together for the Glory of God. The scripture exhorts us in Romans chapter 15 verse 6, Then all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So let's talk about why it's a good thing to join together in unified prayer on a National Day of Prayer and Fasting. Warwick Marsh from the National Day of Prayer and Fasting is joining us. Hello, Warwick. Welcome back to 2020. Look, it's great to be talking to you, Neil, and and thank God for all you do. Warwick, let's talk about why it's important uh, to be unified in prayer, whether you're unified in one building or whether you're unified around the nation. What's so special about that? Well, firstly, the Scripture says in Psalm 133, how good and how pleasant it is when brethren dwell together in unity. There the Lord commanded blessing, even life forevermore. So if you want life, you've got to have unity. And Acts 2 is another great scripture if you want to pull in the new testament and it says in the scripture they were all together in one place in one accord so they were together they were in one place and they were one accord and god did the impossible god poured out his spirit and that was the birth of the church so unity is is a key yeah it's just it's just it's foundational And when we reflect on those scriptures in the Gospels or in the book of Acts uh, you've been referring to here, uh, God has moved many a time through history and our own history in Australia because there's been a unified gathering of the body of believers. Uh, revival begins and uh, there are a lot of revivals that have happened in Australia and the exciting thing is they start with prayer. Look, they do and Everything starts with prayer. Um, you know, Count Zizendorf uh, in 1727 started a, a prayer meeting that went, went for 100 years. And he and his team, the Moravians, um, ended up starting the Moravian Church, but they were passionate for unity. So they actually ended up starting a lot of other things that they don't get the credit for. And ultimately, John Wesley was saved um, by... Uh, a bishop from the Moravian Church in London. Uh, his heart was strangely warmed at a Moravian meeting in 1739, and of course the rest is history. He's probably the he's changed history more than any other any other one man over the last 500 years, John Wesley. And he did that because someone prayed in Germany at um, Hernhut under the under the uh, leadership of uh, Zinzendorf. And so here we are. We're praying for our nation. And we are going to see our nation delivered. We're going to see our nation transformed. We're going to see our nation come into revival by the power of the Holy Spirit, because of the grace of God, because of the blood of Jesus Christ. We're going to see it, and it's because we get together in unity and we pray. 
Unity is one thing. I imagine that when you talk about a primary goal, to glorify God, there's some things that happen in that time of gathering. What should it look like when you've got those gatherings to pray for the nation, for communities this coming Saturday? Well, look, it's going to look different in every every place. At the present moment, I think on the website, we're up to about 80 official places where there's gatherings taking place, and 95% of those gatherings are uh, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. But there's hundreds of other gatherings um, taking place in churches, in living rooms, and in little uh, nooks and crannies all across the nation. And so it's very hard to know. Like, there'll be St. Peter's in uh, Cathedral, which will be a, um, a beautiful Anglican cathedral. Um, and there'll be a Presbyterian church in, in Sydney. There'll be a Pentecostal church in Sydney. And the, we're gathering the body together. And so we're, we're asking, actually, the body of Christ to put up, put up with one another, allow for us that uh, if we want to be quiet and worship, we can. And if we want to be loud and worship, we can. And if we want to sing a, a very fast song, we can. If we want to sing a very... Um, a beautiful soft song we can so we, we, we're asking people to let the body of Christ breathe allow everyone to be who they are but we can still unify around the fact that Jesus Christ is Lord and Jesus Christ gave his life as a ransom for many and that is the gospel so we're uniting under the, under the name of Jesus because of Jesus and through Jesus but yes it will be different in many different places and uh There'll be similarities um, in the program, but we're not even saying you must follow this program. We're just giving guidelines for people, uh, and they can be found on the website under resources, the National Day of Prayer and Fasting website. But it's going to be very different in every place. I imagine when you say there are some similarities and you talk about the central real motivation for being there to pray and uh, a central prayer remaining the same that this nation of Australia would experience revival and transformation. Really, that's not right. going to change, is it? And so it's not something no. you change because you're trying to market it and make it exciting. Really, you've got to call no. people and humble yourselves because this is what we're praying for. And look, the key word there you just used, Neil, is humble. Um, and the, the foundational scripture, uh, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again and I'll keep saying it till I leave this planet, is 2 Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin and heal their land. The big, the big word there is if. If we do this, and then if we humble ourselves, and then if we pray and seek God's face. So this is about God. This is not about a man. This is about, it's not about a church. It's not even about the National Day of Prayer and Fasting organization. This is about the nation coming before God and saying, God, we need your help. We need your spirit. We need your spirit in our families. We need your spirit in our churches. We need your Holy Spirit in our communities. So please come and inundate us with your spirit. We've just had an amazing breakthrough. You might have noticed, Neil, um, the rain. I mean, we haven't seen rain for so many, for so many years. We've, we have seen you know, little amounts of rain here and there. But Brisbane and Sydney and, and even down to Melbourne uh, and right along the coast, and right down those fire-affected areas, um, the rain has fallen. It's put out the fires. Some of them are still burning in small ways, but they're essentially under control. And that's because we prayed. And you guys, uh, just to credit, big shout-out and big thank you to Vision Radio, because Vision Radio backed the October prayer and fasting. 
And sure enough, uh, we all got together. The churches of, of Australia got together. We prayed. We fasted in October. We kept on praying. And sure enough, um, thank God the fires are out and thank God it's raining. Absolutely. I think we can draw attention to that quite comfortably. As the nation prayed, then God sent the rain because we could well have found ourselves right there in the midst of continuing drought and bushfires ravaging the nation. But let's claim that as something that God has sent rains to quench the flames. Hey, when we've got a central prayer that's remaining the same, all about the nation, about revival, about transformation, about people coming to Christ around the nation, some people will will also want to focus on their own personal uh, family needs, their community, their local church, and I guess thriving and growing is something, even when times appear to be getting tough, this is another element of what you're encouraging people to do on the uh, on the National Day of Prayer and Fasting. Yeah, look, it's essentially, um, as you very uh, rightly pointed out, our central prayer is revival and transformation for our nation, but in that we have to pray for one another. In that we need to pray for our leaders. Uh, 1 Timothy says, uh, I would that men everywhere would, would, would pray uh, and, and lift up holy hands, but also pray for our leaders. And, and, uh, you know, and that means spiritual leaders, it means community leaders, as in counsellors, it means the state and federal parliamentarians. And uh, in many places, uh, these um, uh, local communities are inviting their local local parliamentarians and, and local councillors and local leaders, and they're praying for them. And yes, we're going to be praying on the practical issues too. We'll be praying for any fires that are still burning to be totally quenched in Jesus' name. We'll be praying for the coronavirus, which is a real threat um, at this present moment, and praying that the that Lord will give wisdom to the doctors as they seek cures and that uh, give wisdom for the Australian government as they seek to contain the outbreak here in Australia and isolate those those cases. Um, we're praying for more rain, as we've just said. We're praying for God's blessing. And we're also uh, have the Governor-General coming, uh, Neil, He'll be he'll be officiating at a, at a service to thank God for the fireys. Thank God for all those wonderful men and women in all the emergency services and also the armed forces, uh, but especially the vol- volunteer fireys who fought those fires and in some cases um, gave up their lives in the cause of call of duty. And uh, I'm aware of nine people that have died fighting those fires. And but for their death, many others would have died. We're also conscious of the way that those fireys have been elevated to hero status and uh, just honour to all of those who've served so valiantly in helping to fight bushfires around the nation. One other thing before I let you go, Warwick, the idea of prayer. Sometimes we talk about a prayer warrior, someone who really takes it upon themselves and sees that almost as a calling on their life to be in the courts of the Lord, to bring the issues of their community and of the nation before God, a new young breed of prayer warrior and uh, a new young breed of evangelist. I imagine this is the sort of thing that when you're on your knees before God this Saturday, uh, there's a need for prayer for a release of those young and uh, vital evangelists and prayer warriors to be released into our communities around the nation yes look um part of the the dream with the national day of prayer and fasting is to really encourage the next generation um prayer warriors and prayer leaders now that term prayer warriors used uh in a in a you know can be used in a strong way and i do i don't mind the term but 
ultimately we're all called to pray you know it's not something that's uh, for us some sort of elite group called prayer warriors or intercessors for each one of us to pray and our job is to pray as you rightly pointed out that there's levels of prayer on this national day we need to pray for each other we need to pray for our local communities we need to pray for our families we need to pray for people to come to jesus uh, and yet we do need to pray for our churches and our church leaders we do need to be strategic in our prayers for our leaders and we need to pray for the nation to come back to God. So, you know, it is something that we need to address. And we need to, especially at this time, encourage young people, the next generation of prayer leaders and prayer warriors, to get involved. And we want to honor them, even young children. Uh, I believe God can hear a young child as he or she prays, seven five years of age, seven years of age. The Lord can hear that child and the Lord will answer the prayers of the children. Uh, now, there is a National Day of Prayer and Fasting webcast. Is it too late for people to register to be a part of that? Well, look, the best way they can register to be part of the National Day of Prayer and Fasting is to uh, Google National Day of Prayer. National Day of Prayer and Fasting, actually, is a better one because you can get connected with the American National Day of Prayer. So National Day of Prayer and Fasting and it's in Australia, obviously, and you'll find our website, which is nationaldayofprayer.org.au, and you can register, and that way you'll stay connected for the future, you'll stay connected for this time as well, and you can then also connect to the actual um, you know, webcast. So if, if you're at home on your own, or you're two or three people uh, in your own home this Saturday, you can connect in with the webcast and be connected into the services taking place outside Parliament House and you'll see the Governor-General there and you'll see uh, other people involved and you can then um, be connected and have that sense of connection um, but you know, better, better yet if you can find a, a location near, near you uh, where there's a gathering of churches combined you get, again go to the website, look at locations look at the map and drill down into your state and your area and hopefully you'll find a, uh, a, a celebration that you can travel to that's not too far away. So access the webcast and you can find out where these prayer meetings are being held. I think you said there's 80 venues around the nation. So the website nationaldayofprayer.org.au and if you're Googling that, National Day of Prayer and Fasting and that'll take you to that website nationaldayofprayer.org.au Honour to you Warwick Marsh you've been leading us in this National Day of Prayer and Fasting for a lot of years now and uh, thanks so much for your tireless championing of the cause and thanks for being with us today on 2020 It's a great honour and again Vision Radio, thank God for Vision Radio and your work um, an amazing ministry right across the nation to these far-flung places as well as the major cities. And again, you've been a great support to our prayer, prayer initiatives and we've seen fruit from it. Better still, God is good. God bless you. And I'm sure the whole team is appreciative of your encouragement. Blessings to yeah, you, Warren. Thanks so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 